Welcome to the You Can Make It So podcast, episode number 38. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We're living in a world where new shocks, the war in Ukraine, the return of inflation, have been layered onto earlier shocks, a deadly global pandemic, supply chain disruptions, that in turn were layered onto dramatically accelerated long-standing trends, such as sustainability and a continued reshaping of our culture. In almost all of my recent conversations with CEOs, board members, business leaders, and individuals that I coach, they share with me a common sentiment. This combination of shocks has created perhaps the most challenging environment management teams have ever faced. The one that likely will not anytime soon change. The one that has led us into an age of volatility. Let's spend this episode talking about how to deal with the age of volatility in this, the fourth quarter of 2022. You ready? Let's get after it. Let's make it so. Today, given all of the turmoil on the world scene, some are pulling off the racetrack and looking for shelter. Others, however, are changing to wet weather racing tires and stepping on the gas. Indeed, we see two types of business leaders emerging. The first type adopts a cautious, defensive posture in dealing with volatility and uncertainty. These types of leaders are hunkering down and they're concentrating on the threats here and now. Scenario planning, resilience preparation, balance sheet management, near-term efficiency drives careful inflation monitoring at the core of their focus. These leaders are in a strategic wait-and-watch mode as conditions unfold. In my experience, the majority of senior executives fall into this category. But I'm also seeing a second type of leader emerge, one who is taking all the right defensive actions while also leaning into the volatility, using it as a catalyst to galvanize action around new opportunities. The current disruption has invigorated these leaders' mindsets, and they are moving boldly. They are rejuvenating elements of their strategy that may have been dormant. These leaders are playing both offense and defense. That, to me, is a sound approach. The best leaders and the best companies are ambidextrous. They're prudent about managing the downside while aggressively pursuing the upside. These leaders are thinking about the next decade, not the next month. Many of them are spurring their organizations to rethink opportunities, to reset the strategic game board in light of the current volatility. They are re-evaluating their merger and acquisition strategies amid lower valuations. They are making more dramatic resource reallocations. They are reimagining their workforce and their talent propositions in a hybrid post-COVID-19 world. And they're taking a long-term view on innovation and growth. What distinguishes these two leadership mindsets? 
Is it an intrinsic difference in risk appetite? Does one group have a better honed management microscope looking at the near term, while others are prioritizing the telescope gazing outward toward the longer term? Or is there some intangible that leads these management teams and their organizations to operate differently? I think the answer is found in the middle. As they start to create value from volatility, we see ambidextrous management teams thriving rather than merely surviving in this environment. These leaders, who are both prudent and bold, are honing three types of edges, three types of edges to create an organizational performance in insight, in commitment, and in execution. These three types of edges are great for CEOs and boards. They have helped organizations credibly claim success, but they also can be personally helpful to your individual development toward living in a way today that will help you to thrive tomorrow. Want to know what they are? Well, here we go. The first, the insight edge. When what is likely to happen is clear, understanding it more deeply than others may be useful, but it's not imperative. But as financial traders know, when volatility is high, an insight's edge generates great value. It may not be possible to be right every time, but seeing accurately through the fog 10% more often than your rival is a substantial competitive edge. That requires investing resources, time, and effort to go beyond conventional analysis of conventional data that generates conventional wisdom. Being committed every day to trying to understand insight is even more important than being committed every day toward gathering information. Here's the second edge. The commitment edge. As important as knowing what to do is, doing it promptly and with sufficient ambition is even more so. The half-life of decisions has collapsed, requiring more frequent evaluation of whether choices made a few months or even a few weeks ago still make sense. What differentiates both leaders and leadership teams from just being to actually being known as bold isn't just moving in the right direction, which most do eventually, but doing so decisively before others have mustered the collective confidence to commit. In the face of uncertainty, these leaders have a mindset to act, adjust, and not just watch and wait. Commitment's edge is about acting and adjusting not watching and waiting. Here's the third, the execution edge. Execution is the third competitive edge in this age of volatility. The ability to execute well is always valuable, of course, but just as volatility drives up the price of stock options, 
it likewise raises the value of strategic options. The ability to rapidly pivot in response to changing conditions. Once you have the commitment to act, capturing the value of those actions requires an execution edge, especially in situations where moving first confers an advantage. All right, let's wrap up. Insight edge, the commitment edge, the execution edge. All three of these are essential to make our way through volatility. You know, John F. Kennedy once observed that the word crisis, when written in Chinese, is composed of two characters. One represents danger and the other opportunity. He wasn't altogether correct on the linguistics, but the sentiment holds. Times of crisis, disruption, and volatility require courage from leaders to make bold strategic choices. It's also a chance to leave a less creative rival in the rearview mirror. This is where we can help with leadership coaching for executive and CEOs. We help you to develop not only a long-term solution to drive business success, but in this age that we're living in, we help give you the insight edge, the commitment edge, and the execution edge. For more details on the foundation for a better business tomorrow, do not hesitate to contact us at phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. You know, Q4 is shaping up to be a great one for us here at Phoenix Life Coaching Canada. A brand new book comes out soon called Made for Monday. I look forward to telling you more about that. And we also have some amazing networking and growth opportunities for all of our clients coming up. Once again, we express gratitude for all of your support. And make sure to join us next week on Tune In Tuesday for another episode of our podcast. And check out our blog on our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. Lots of great tools and resources there. I also want to encourage you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we post daily. And if you're on LinkedIn, we'll connect with us there too. And of course, for all of our full-service coaching clients, do not forget to go to your Make It So platform for additional podcast notes and links. Full-service coaching clients and being one, well, you can get the details on our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. It's the best way to grow and to thrive. All right, until our next episode and we get together again next week, start living in a way today that will help you to thrive tomorrow. And remember, you can make it so.